and welcome to Living Proof, the teaching ministry of Joseph Castile. We encourage you to listen to today's message over and over again so that the Word of God will be in your spirit. Be a blessing, share it with your friends, and we pray that you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We also invite you to visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. Now listen, you're not a disciple. How many of you guys believe you're a disciple of Christ? Let me see your hand. You are not a disciple unless you have disciples. If you don't have disciples, I want you to think about who you're meeting with, who you're ministering to, who you're teaching the Bible, who you're mentoring. If you don't have anybody, you're not a disciple. Okay? You're not a disciple. You're only a disciple if you have disciples. Matthew 28, 19, let me prove it to you. you. Before you say, yeah, but, yeah, but, nothing comes behind a but, but dookie. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. I just got that as a word of knowledge from the Lord. Dookie. I was thinking, Lord, I can't say the other word. Give me another one. You gave me dookie. Hallelujah. Nothing comes behind a butt but dookie. Amen. Matthew 28, 19. I don't want to hear your butts. Hallelujah. Amen. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of oh, verse 18. I'm sorry. We'll start. You know, 19. Yeah, yeah. Baptizing, the, go ye therefore, teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Teach all nations. All nations. This is what Jesus said. Look, if you're black and you only disciple black people, or you're Indian and you only disciple Indian people, or you're white, you only disciple white people, you have an issue. Okay? All yeah, there's no, there's no... Look, I preach to you, I don't care if you're Pakistani, North Korean, Chinese, Ethiopian. There is no color or cultural barrier, amen? And I, and, I, and I don't like when churches are all one color. Because we're not called to reach just one color. We're called to reach every, the Bible says every creature. Amen. And if you have a church only one color, you should work on trying to cross those barriers and reach other cultures. Because the church is more beautiful with other cultures. And my church is mostly Africans. The Africans are dancing, hallelujah. And the worship, even when it sounds bad, is fun. Doesn't matter how bad it sounds. It's always fun because we're dancing. And the Africans really, they really know how to dance. And then we got the Koreans. Everything's starting on time. Everything's really clean. They're taking out the trash. You know how Koreans are, you know. Then we got the Filipinos. They got all the food cooked in the back. You know. A, 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 a mixed church is, is a fuller and more joyous and more excellent church. Because that's how God made the world. Amen. And what good is a church without any curry puffs? Hallelujah. It's not heaven if you don't have any curry puffs. Amen. So we need to cross these cultural barriers. Amen. Jesus said, make disciples of all nations. Teach the nations. Now, one of the saddest points in my life was when my mother died. Those of you who don't know, I'm an orphan. Father was shot and killed. My mother died from AIDS. 
And one of the saddest points of my life was when my mother was dying of AIDS in the hospital. And I was a sinner. I was in and out of jail and gangs and drugs. And I was just arrested. And I wanted to talk to my mother, call her up, so I could just say my goodbyes, hear her last words. You know, and those of you that have lost a loved one, you know that those last words are very important. They stick with you forever. And they carry oftentimes the most meanings. And if you don't get to have those last words, it's always a point of, of grief and hurt. To not, you know, I always felt sad that I never got to say bye to my mother. I never got to say I'm sorry for all the things that I, every time I lied to her and said I'm, you know, at, you know, at church, and really I was, you know, in my friend's basement smoking joints. But now that's legal, I guess. But, you know, in America it's not. I never got to say I'm sorry for all the times I lied to her, all the times that I stole $5 from her purse so I could go and you know, play video games. and Just all the things that you feel you want to make right with someone before they die. I never got a chance to do that. Jesus also had his last words. And the last words that Jesus gave was this, that you would go and make disciples of all nations. You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. There's anything else he could say that's the most important thing out of three years of ministry? This was it. Everything I've taught you, everything I showed you, go take this to the rest of the world. Now earlier on, before, years before he died, he says something very interesting, and I want to show this to you in John chapter 8, verse 31. The last thing that Jesus told us, the last words, the last words he gave us is that you would go and make disciples. Those are the last words Jesus gave us. In Matthew chapter 8, verse 31, he says something very interesting. I want you to consider this morning. He says that Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my words, then you're my disciples. So you're a disciple if you're doing his words. And his words can be a very broad thing through years of ministry. But his very last words is that you would go and make disciples. And you're only a disciple if you do his words. And his last words to make disciples. So if you don't have disciples, you are not a disciple. When I first learned this and, and realized this, I was convicted. I said, oh my God, who am I discipling? And I began to change and I began to disciple people. Amen. 
If we don't continue in his words and make disciples of all nations, then we are not his disciples. We're Christians, we're churchgoers, but we're not disciples. Can somebody say, if you can't say amen, say oh me. If you can't say amen, say oh my. Hallelujah. I've heard people say, my purpose is to preach the gospel. I'm sorry, no, that is not your purpose. Some people say, I'm born to sing, or I'm born for, to, to play a guitar, I'm born to be a businessman. No, you're not. You're born for relationship and intimacy with God. That's what you're born for. And this type of thinking has perverted people, and even preachers. Preaching the gospel is not your purpose, it's the results of your purpose. It's the, it's the offspring of your purpose. Everything that you do is a result of your purpose. Your relationship with God and God speaking to you about the gifts and talents that he's invested into you so you can, through intimacy with him, make disciples. Amen. How you preach, how you bake, how you serve as a Hathaway, what you do in IT, these are tools. They're not your identity. It's not who you are. That's why this whole LGBT thing is crazy. Oh, just because you have a, a whim of sexual desire with the same sex, you identify yourself as gay? No, I don't identify myself based upon my, uh, you know, my wife is Chinese. I like, I like a Chinese woman. I don't identify myself as a, as a man who likes Chinese women. I identify myself as a son of God, a child of God. Not, not my, not the, I don't identify myself, I love pizza. Last night we went to Papa John's. I don't identify myself as, I'm the Papa John's guy. Because I like pizza. We have identified ourselves with everything except for what we should be identifying ourselves. And that's we're risen with him in Christ. Hallelujah. That we're dead and the old man is dead and we're resurrected with him. Hallelujah. That we're born again of incorruptible seed. That we're translated into the kingdom of darkness. In the kingdom. We've identified ourselves with everything but who we truly are. And this perverted identity has created orphan spirits in the church. And it fosters insecurity in Christians. And that's why you pastors know that oftentimes pastors are the most insecure people. And you got Saul spirits when they see a young anointed Paul trying to be, I mean, uh, David trying to resist, they're trying to spear their Davids because they're jealous of them. Or, or they say, man, they recognize an anointed on you. And they say, you know what? I feel like you're called. You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the Word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the Word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen? Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set.
Madagascar. You, sh- you know, our ministry is going to just send you to Madagascar because they don't want competition in their church. And they don't want to work together in the city. And they don't want to have a guest pastor because they don't want someone to outpreach them. Or they see somebody moving in miracles and they begin to kind of, well, you know, I know that guy's lifestyle and he don't pray that much. How's he working in miracles? And, you know, and we just, we're just so insecure with other people that have a different gift or a greater gift because our identity is perverted. And we think that we're a preacher or we're a baker or an IT guy or a social media guy. No, you're not. You're a child of God, period. And what you do flows out of your intimacy. Amen. Someone sings better than you. They preach better than you. They're more successful than you. And you kind of feel that raising up in your heart. That's because your identity is perverted. Those are just tools. But they're not your value in Christ. So I could preach a lesser sermon. I could get less amens than somebody else. But I could be totally at peace. Because my identity is in my relationship with God. Amen? Hallelujah. A sign of a mature believer. You want to write this down. A sign of a mature believer. This is one of the truths that's impacted me. This is all things that God's doing in my life in the last year. The sign of a mature believer is that you're willing to leave your comfort zone to disciple somebody else. That's the sign of maturity. That you're willing to cut off the Netflix, put down the remote, the the, the, the Xbox remote, you know, forget about your afternoon nap. This This is a sign of maturity. And you're willing to sacrifice your personal time to disciple somebody else. That is the sign of a mature believer. Let's take a look at Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. Am I preaching good today? Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 4. And we're going to look at verse 17 through 13. Hallelujah. Amen. And what time do we finish at? Just so I could be conscious of... I have a big clock there. Hallelujah. What time should I be done by? Twelve. Prayer and everything. Right? Okay, okay. So I'm going to... I got just a few more minutes. So I'll keep it a little bit shorter than twelve. Amen. Because there's a couple people that... uh, A couple things that I want to share. I want to pray for some people. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 7 through 13. It says, to every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Amen. Everyone has a grace. Everyone has a measure of a gift. But your measure of gifting should not make you insecure or prideful. Because it's not yours. It's just a gift of God. Your identity comes from your relationship. Your confidence comes from your relationship. Your acceptance of who you are comes from your relationship with God. Hallelujah. I used to be insecure about being big until I met Brother Gill. And Brother Gill told me, you could be big and loved. You could be big and anointed. Hallelujah. And I said, well, praise God. I'm going to own that. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Everyone is given a a grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended up on high... 
You see, the reason why we don't see the miracle power of God is because our belief system is not lined up with the word of God's belief system. But when we begin to line up our belief system with the word of God, then we begin to see the miraculous. Amen. Call now and get Joseph Castillo's Supernatural Healing CD series, which includes almost six hours of in-depth Bible teaching and inspirational preaching on how to fight for your healing, when is God's timing for a miracle, is it God's will to heal everyone? This is an exclusive offer for our Living Proof audience. Yours for a donation of only $49. Shipping and handling are included. In addition, order and we will throw in a free USB thumb drive for your computer along with your CD set. Led captivity captive. In other words, there were people in Abraham's bosom that had died before Christ's resurrection. And they were in Abraham's bosom and he led them out. And then he gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but also that he descended first into the lower parts of the earth? So Jesus, before he resurrected, he wasn't just in the tomb, but he descended into the lower parts of the earth. Some people say he went to Abraham's bosom and preached the gospel to those that were there and led them out. Some people say he went all the way into hell and, and, and fought the devil in open combat and stripped him of the keys of death, hell, and the grave. Some people say that Jesus went into hell and he even was tormented for us because they say that Jesus paid the full price, not just paying the price of death, but he also paid the price of hell that you deserved. Okay, now I'm not going to say that you should believe that. I'm just saying you some, some teaching that's out there and it's quite interesting. Amen. He paid the full price. But it says here he went to the lower parts of the earth. Amen. He that descended is also the same that ascended far above all the heavens, that he might fill all things. It's interesting that in the Greek, when Ephesians talks about the resurrection of Christ, it's the only place in the Greek where there were four words for power used in the same series of scripture. There was kratos, there was dunamis, there was four Greek words. Only time in scripture where you see all four of these Greek words for power was only used one time and that was at the resurrection. It was the most powerful thing to happen in the universe. It was more powerful than the creation of the universe was the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And see, what does that have to do with you? Because you are risen with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So all that power is given, the Bible says, towards us word who believes. Amen. Amen. So it goes on here. He gave some apostles, some prophets. Now everyone thinks they're an apostle. Everyone thinks they're a prophet. The Bible says he gave some. Hallelujah. Somebody say some. Amen. He gave some apostles, some prophets. Some people don't even believe there's none. But the Lord says he gave some. Hallelujah. Some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers. But why did he give these ministry offices? He says here, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is supposed to be done by the saints. And I don't mean like St. Mother Teresa and St. Ignatius and St. Peter. When the Bible talks about saints, hello, 
He's talking about you. You are the saints, hallelujah. When you wake up in the morning, you should look in the mirror and say, hello, St. Judy, hallelujah. You should look in the mirror and say, hello, St. Bob. How are you doing this morning, St. Bob? Because you are the saints of God. Isn't that interesting? When the Corinthian church was living in sin, Paul didn't say, you filthy, you filthy, nasty people. No. He encouraged them and said, don't you know you're a temple of the Holy Ghost? Don't you know that you've been bought with the price? Don't you? He encouraged them with identity, who they are in him. Amen. Hallelujah. You need to know and encourage and remind yourself that you're a saint of the most high God. Hallelujah. I have a prayer that I pray over myself. You might think this is narcissistic, but what I'm doing is I'm, 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 I'm revealing to myself, reminding myself who I am. I pray Isaiah 42 over myself. I said, behold, my servant, Joseph Castillo, who I uphold, mine elect, whom my soul delighteth. I put my spirit upon him. Joey, you shall bring forth declares to the nations. Hallelujah. And I just go on. I begin to just speak the word over myself. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I trust you are blessed and encouraged. We have more on this series coming to you next week. So tune in next week and catch the broadcast. Make sure you call and send in a donation. Send in a seed. Support this ministry if it's blessed you in any way. If you think it will bless and encourage others, your financial support is very important. If you go to our website, nfbeijing.com, forward slash store you could get some of our ministry products cds and we'll be offering the dvds of all these sermons coming soon so go visit us online like us on facebook add our youtube channel where you're going to get a bunch of bonus materials everything that you don't see on the show you're going to get that on the youtube channel and of church at youtube and be blessed and encouraged we love you we want to encourage you to re-dig the wells of our fathers and also dig new wells for what god's going to do in our generation.